This is The Real Deal with Trisha Real. That's me, Trish the Dish. This one is about May of 2022. If this is your first time watching The Real Deal, some of the characters from my Zephram Gates books will be helping with this comedic astrological report. To satiate your curiosity about the Zephram Gates books, check out the links below and listen to this fun, fantastical tale. And now, on to May of 2022. Finally, I thought she'd go on about Zephram for an eternity. <laughs> oh, Gussie. <laughs> so here we have a new map of the celestial sphere for your viewing pleasure. Uh, you can see here, this is April 30th of, of 2022, you can see that we have the solar eclipse with the sun and moon conjunct and very close to the north node, which is uh, the eclipse point. So eclipses often bring change, but this one is especially awakening and liberating due to the sun and moon's conjunction with unpredictable Uranus. In Taurus, it's a back-to-basics energy. We want to plant something new that will actually grow. We're leveling up in practical ways, and we are trying to make decisions that resonate with our new value systems and with the things we've discovered are truly valuable throughout this very strange pandemic experience of the past two years. Do you know why they call it the novel coronavirus? It's a long story. <laughs> Good one, geezer. <laughs> so here's another little thing about this map. So the north, the north and south nodes, basically they travel backwards through the signs and it takes about 18 months for them to travel through one sign and 18 years for them to get through the entire zodiac. So the last time that we had a solar eclipse at this particular degree point of 10 degrees Taurus was May 1st of 2003. So you can think back what was actually happening in 2003 in May, knowing that Eclipses usually play out for about a six-month period of time. So say from May 2003 to November 2003, what was going on in your life and how is this time period similar to that? So this larger eclipse cycle is known as the metatonic cycle, and it could signify a personal breakthrough. So we want to ground into things that are truer for us and to stabilize that area of the chart that is ruled by Taurus. Conjunctions are often about planting a seed. Due to this new moon's conjunction with fast-moving Uranus, our bodies are pulsing with electrical energy, and we are ready for change, which can come out of the blue. Yeah, I can't believe I got fired out of the blue from my job at the calendar factory. All I did was take a day off. <laughs> I can see how that happened, Beatrice. So the epic Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is still happening through mid-May. 
The last time these two planets came together in their home sign of Pisces was 166 years ago. So this configuration has been a once-in-a-lifetime aspect. In Pisces, it's a mixed bag of deep feelings, powerlessness, and hope. The planet of luck and expansion, Jupiter, coupled with the planet of compassion and understanding, Neptune, come together and inspire us to feel into the ethers and dream the impossible dream. Speaking of dreaming, I slept like a log last night. Yeah, I woke up in the fireplace. (laughs) On the day of the solar eclipse on April 30th, Venus and Jupiter will be exactly conjunct together in Pisces where they are both exalted or well-placed. Both of these planets, Venus and Jupiter, are known as the Great Benefics. So for them to come together in a sign of their exaltation is especially auspicious. Ancient astrologers said that this is one of the most fortunate of aspects, as these two bright energies look like the biggest star when they come together. You'll be able to see them in the eastern horizon if you get up before dawn. Do you know why birds always sing so early in the morning? Because they don't work. (laughs) Melvin, you're as brilliant as ever. (laughs) So Mars is also traveling through Pisces. So we're getting in touch with our spiritual will. It's an ending and an unraveling a falling away, and a completing, a release, and a setting free of some of our energies. There is divine timing that is right on time. You know, I bought a very expensive Rolex wristwatch before trying and failing at stand-up comedy. Apparently, to succeed, you need more than just impeccable timing. Although Pluto just went retrograde on April 28th, it's in a harmonious configuration with the new moon. Pluto in Capricorn makes a trine to the new moon and a harmonious sextile 60-degree angle to the Venus-Jupiter conjunction in Pisces. This deepening aspect can give us a stronger sense of our core purposes in life and the greater ability to overcome inner obstacles. This energy could help give us a larger drive to achieve happiness and experience a transformation by following our natural talents. My weird talent is being able to tell what's in a wrapped present. Yeah, it's a gift. (laughs) Although Pluto's sextile to Jupiter can point to a kind of blind faith, This is something that may be needed during this time of great change. It's a longing for expansion and growth as we seek out new opportunities. Yeah, you know, I gave up my seat to a blind person on the bus. That's how I lost my job as a bus driver. (laughs) Oh, tree. (laughs) More on the Pluto sextile to Venus. Because Venus is connected with sensuality and Pluto is known as the planet of transformation, we have a deeper ability to use a strong feeling sense to transform ourselves within. 
Is she talking about sex? You know, if a woman sleeps with ten men, she's a slut. But if a man does it, he's gay. Definitely gay. <laughs> anyway, there are a number of other changes going on in May as well. Venus moves into Aries on May 2nd, bringing in a new start kind of vibe and inspiring a little more clarity and fire. Finally, do you know what you call a fire that can float on water? Flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> on May 4th, Mars will be in an exact sextile with the Uranus-Sun conjunction. It's an enterprising and energizing aspect that may fuel our ability to take action towards our passions. I know a feminist who's taking legal action against a shopping mall Santa. Yeah, she says he called her a hoe three times. <laughs> On May 10th, Mercury goes retrograde in Gemini. Mercury goes retrograde three times a year for about three weeks each time. It looks like this Mercury retrograde won't be too challenging until Mercury begins to make a square to Saturn in the later part of the month. So here's what the big square looks like between Saturn and Mercury, and uh, a focus on structured thinking, intellectual discipline, and using our powers of concentration will be especially helpful for getting through the latter part of May and leading up to June 3rd, when Mercury goes direct again. And as always, during a Mercury retrograde, it's good to take our time and double-check our communications and our transportation plans. Last night, my girlfriend was complaining that I never listened to her, or something like that. <laughs> On May 11th, we also have a special configuration in the sky that's called a kite. The moon will be in the later degrees of Virgo, making a grand trine with the other planets and Earth signs. So you can see how the moon is making a harmonious trine to the Sun-Uranus conjunction, as well as Pluto and Capricorn. So there's your trine. These guys are making a beautiful sextile to the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction over here, which is opposing the moon, and so it forms a kite. And this kite configuration continues on into May 12th. So both May 11th and May 12th are days that would be great days to fly, in a way. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever going to be invisible planes. I don't know. I just can't see them taking off. <laughs> <laughs> As we approach the lunar eclipse on May 15th, change is in the air. On May 14th, Venus and asteroid Chiron in Aries come together in an exact conjunction, inspiring a new kind of healing for ourselves. Jupiter enters Aries on May 14th as well giving us a preview of what the first half of 2023 will be like, and also starting a whole new 12-year cycle. Speaking of, do you know why a history degree is so useless? Because there's no future in it. <laughs> <laughs> On May 15th, 
the full moon in Scorpio will be opposite the sun and Uranus, but it will also be a lunar eclipse. It's a supermoon and will be visible from North and South America, Europe, Africa, and parts of Asia. 11.32 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to be exact. Because it's a near total eclipse, it will be a blood moon and have a red tinge. If someone changes their hair color to or from red, does that make them transgender? <laughs> the May 15th full moon lunar eclipse at 25 degrees of Scorpio is a turning point energy. Something is ending and releasing. We're letting go of what no longer serves, so we'll have more space for what's emerging. With this full moon making an exact square to reality check Saturn, we may feel the need to separate from things that weigh us down. Since Taurus and Scorpio both rule finances, this could be a short-term cutback for a long-term gain. Cut the dead weight and sell stuff you no longer need. The energy of eclipses often plays out for a six-month period of time. So this is keeping the long game in mind. Even if it's not your first choice, put on your big kid pants. A friend of mine bought some London Bridge trousers. Yeah, but they kept falling down. <laughs> on May 18th, Mars will exactly conjunct Neptune in Pisces. It's a passionate, romantic, and mesmerizing energy. The energy of Neptune can dissolve the focused will. So this is more about dreaming than any decisive clarity about anything. So we won't be able to get anything done? That reminds me of the scarecrow who got promoted. He was outstanding in his field. <laughs> Mars enters its home sign of Aries on May 25th helping to bring in a fiery energy to actually begin new things. Now we're talking. I'll get dressed up for the occasion and even wear my new overcoat that goes up in flames. It's a real blazer. <laughs> <laughs> so by May 29th, Mars conjuncts Jupiter in Aries exactly, helping us to get ready for the new moon in Gemini on May 30th. Mars conjunct Jupiter in Aries gives us an expansion of strong confidence. It's considered one of the most fortunate aspects for taking action and for physical activities. This aspect will bring renewed motivation after our long emotional journey through our extended Pisces season this past spring. I found a universal remote control down the back of my sofa. I thought to myself, now this changes everything. <laughs> so if you enjoyed this report, or if you're interested in scheduling a reading with me, ordering an astro poem, or learning more about the Zephram Gates series, you can communicate with me here, or buy my books on Amazon, Audible, or through the Zephram Gates website. Please share this video, like, and subscribe.
You can also donate to my Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Trisha Real. Links provided below. Big thanks to creative collaborators Eric Black and Isaac Bluefoot for technical assistance and inspiration. I'm Trish the Dish, and this has been The Real Deal with Trisha Real.